1: Welcome back, another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, I did. Got to spend some time with family. Nothing t- all that crazy, but uh, summer's ticking by. Feels like just yesterday that summer started, and it's already pr- it's already half over. So, uh, highly recommend if you guys haven't gotten out there enjoyed. Time with family, time with friends, make sure you do it because this time's ticking. It's crazy how fast this summer is going. Um, so we got a lot to talk about today. Joe should be in a little bit later. He's on his way to the studio. Um so when he gets here, Mr. Producer will let me know and I'll I'll introduce him to bring him on. Um, but in the meantime, we got a lot to talk about. Main topic of today election was stolen. It was stolen. I mean, it depends on how you define stolen. Lots of people define it in different ways. But no matter how you define it, all the evidence points to the fact that, yes, it was stolen. And I want to explain what I mean by that. The election can be stolen in a number of ways. We've covered it in the lead up to the election, how Democrats were going state by state in the swing states and getting judges to illegally and unconstitutionally change election laws specifically to benefit their party over Republicans. That's a way of stealing the election. Right? When you have election officials, uh, county officials, town officials, government officials in Wisconsin violate the law to send mail-in ballot applications to every registered voter, even though they knew it was illegal, in the, with the intent of increasing turnout in a way that they know would favor Democrats over Republicans, that's a way of stealing it. right? When you had election officials in Wisconsin telling people to register to vote as if they were indefinitely confined to their homes, basically insinuating that they are on hospice care or they're disabled when they weren't. Why would they do that? Because when you register in Wisconsin as being indefinitely confined to your home, you don't have to provide ID when you register to vote by mail. So that's a way of voting by mail without having to provide ID. It's the only reason you do it. It's the only benefit you get by doing that. And you had government officials encouraging people to be legally registered to vote that way so they didn't have to show their ID. Really suspect stuff. And the and the courts have all ruled that what they did in those two cases were illegal, but we're gonna count the votes anyway. So yeah, that's one way to steal an election. We The other way, what we saw in Pennsylvania kicking um, election poll watchers and challengers out of the room. What we saw in, in Michigan, in Wayne County, kicking the poll watchers out and putting pizza boxes and other pieces of cardboard up on the window. So no one could see what was happening inside the room. Well, if you kick out all of the methods of actually verifying and and observing and, and accountability, then there's no reason to trust results. So that's a way of stealing it. When the ballots come in in the middle of the night without warning, without any chain of custody documentation, without the proper bins or or lock containers, right? Just coming out of nowhere. Wayne County, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., two different van loads of ballots. Oh, here they are. Can't tell you where they came from. They're not in sealed containers, but here you go. In, in Georgia, where they kicked poll watchers, where they kicked reporters, where they kicked challengers out of State Farm Arena in Fulton County, Georgia, claiming that a burst pipe was to blame, depending on what version of the story you got. Some said it was a water main. Some said it was a burst pipe. Turns out it was a leaky toilet that had been fixed hours earlier, but they used that excuse to force all of the poll watchers and challengers out. And then they continued to count ballots in secret into the early hours of the morning. Right at the time where Joe Biden got all of those ballots, the remember the huge spike in the graph right after they kicked everyone out in Fulton County, right after they pulled out that suitcase out from under the, the tablecloth, that they had been hiding there all day right and they started counting the ballots and by counting i mean running the same batch of ballots through the machines over and over and over again all provable we we have it all on tape well it's not really tape they don't use tape nowadays it's digitally recorded but it's all recorded and now voter ga that organization that got a court order to look at all of the ballot images for absentee ballots for georgia confirmed That there were thousands of duplicated ballots, duplicated mail-in ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, ballots that were scanned multiple times and counted multiple times. That's another form of stolen elections. Then there's the whole digital aspect of it. Everywhere where auditors have gotten their hands on electronic voting systems, whatever whatever the company may be. Everywhere that auditors have gotten their hands on these electronic voting systems and have been able to do a deep dive, they have found things that are truly, truly terrifying. Software that's side-loaded, that makes it easier to, to manipulate the databases to change the vote totals. That was found in Antrim County, Michigan. Where they had where they had software on the machines. They actually, they didn't even have to hack the machines. The minute they got into it, they found, oh wow, the software is already installed. To help us change vote totals that's that's really convenient hearing the same thing was found in pennsylvania in arizona we know that antrim county that the votes were switched because quite literally joe biden was given votes that he did not deserve the initial vote count in antrim county was that biden beat trump after they went back and looked, oh no no sorry that that was that was a human error it was actually completely reversed joe biden didn't win and then we're being led to believe that, oh, it was just Antrim County and it was just a human error and nothing to, nothing to look at, nothing to look at here. So that's the other part of a stolen election, no matter how you define it, no matter how you define theft, whether it be literally fraudulent votes, whether it be technological manipulation, or whether it be unfairly changing the rules to give your side an advantage, all, all of those possible definitions apply here. So we're gonna to talk today because someone's gotta pay. Who pays? What is the consequence for stealing an election? I've thrown out the, the term treason. Joe's thrown out the term treason. Treason's very hard to prove. And I I, I use that in a more of a colloquial sense, which I, I hate to do because that's the whole reason that treason is one of the three crimes listed in the Constitution. Founders didn't want people to just throw that word around. But when there's lots of allegations that foreign powers played a role in some of this manipulation. That's when treason can actually be put on the table. Because remember, treason is defined in the Constitution as as giving aid and comfort to one's enemies or taking up arms against the United States. It's a very hard crime to prove. You need multiple witnesses to attest to the fact that someone took up arms against the United States or gave aid and comfort to the enemy, or you need someone to confess to it. Very hard to prove but what's the crime? What's the crime? I can tell you that Democrats have no shortage of an imagination. Liberals have no shortage of an imagination when it comes to prosecuting people who walked into the Capitol building. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is Paul Howard Hodgkins, 38 years old from Tampa, Florida. He, they say, breached the Senate, walked around the Senate floor with a flag, and he now gets eight months in prison for a felony. Now, I thought that felony requires at least 12 months in prison. Um, So not quite sure what that's all about. Typically, a felony cannot be for less than 12 months. Otherwise, it would be a misdemeanor. But I'm sure that there's something about that that I don't understand. Anyone who's a lawyer um, who's watching, feel free to explain that to me. Um, Prosecutors had asked for Hodgkins to serve 18 months behind bars, 18 months behind bars unbelievable 18 months behind bars so what's the average life expectancy in the United States Miss producer do you know I think is not like 72 for a male you I know? thought
2: it was around that 72 age but I think it may have changed a few years it actually went down Married
1: I'm gonna in... pull it up life expectancy for a male in the US uh, I think it's about 72 oh no don't want to shortchange us men 78.5 oh is it now so 78.5 they wanted one and a half years in prison Whoa. for this guy so just to do the math go ahead put up my screen as producer just for Here everyone who who needs it when you take one and a half years which is 18 months and you divide it by the life expectancy you get just under two percent democrats wanted to put this guy behind bars for 2% of his life, if he lives an average life, an, a- an average life based on life expectancy, they want him to serve 2% of his life behind bars because he walked into the people's house. People's house. 2%. Just think about that. We're, we're here trying to figure out what's the crime of how do you prosecute the crime of the sensory, century, and they're throwing lengthy prison sentences at people who were just walking around. Uh, FTP says, does he get credit for time served? Not quite sure. If he's been in jail for eight months, then yes, he probably will get time served as long as he didn't do anything bad, um, anything bad while he was in prison to, to tack on new charges. Uh, not quite sure. Not quite sure if he was, if he was in there, if they had released him, I uh, haven't done a deep dive into that. But the interesting thing is that the prosecution wanted him in jail behind bars for 2% of the average life of an adult male in the united states two percent i'm reading i'm reading another one that they're bringing felony charges against a guy who stood inside the capitol for 10 minutes think about that 10 minutes 10 minutes you can stand inside the people's house for 10 minutes and the prosecutors have a, have a comp have a, have a developed enough imagination to figure out a crime that would put you away for over a year. Can I ask you a question Incredible. about all that, Max? Yes. So yes. when he walked in, what did he do? Um just stood around. Just so, kind of stood around.
2: So and did they let open the doors? Is he one of the people that was let in? I'm just curious. Oh uh,
1: everyone was let in. Oh I mean okay. a- anyone oh. who oh. you don't you don't need a, a science degree to understand electromagnets. Oh. Electromagnets do uh-huh. not just release their their grip the the doors on the Capitol are sealed uh-huh. using elect- electromagnets so unless tough to someone cut the yeah you need to cut the power yeah you need to cut the power in order to open those doors or break the doors those doors were open meaning someone cut the power
2: so he you just don't kinda... you don't
1: just go
2: ahead so, so he's just walked in right i mean and he's been yeah. let in and he's just walking around and was he holding a sign or something that says um down with government or anything
1: or did he i don't know try to steal i mean the one guy or... the one guy who just got Eight months. Yeah, was carrying an American flag, so that's that's filthy. S- so he was right? protesting. He <laughs> is that what? Yes. It?
2: So so hold on, this guy is Wait. getting eight months for
1: protesting peacefully. Yes, as far as you yes. can tell. And and and, and here I want to show you, I want to show you the difference. Go ahead, okay. put up my screen, Mister Producer. This oh. is Joyce Beatty. She is a congresswoman. She was arrested last week, late last week for storming into the capitol building wait to protest voting for for a new voting rights bill so this is a member of congress the chair of the black caucus she was arrested for storming the capitol but this just happened it's not even a lie it's not Is even, she gonna I'm not get arrested i'm not even making up here it is black caucus chair arrested why am i getting t-shirts of dogs
2: that's You're a so your sweet soul on the inside, that's all. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sweet soul. Yeah, Joyce Beatty, Democrat from Ohio, led a group of pro-voting rights pr- protesters into the Hart Senate office. So not the Capitol, but the, the, Capitol, the Capitol properties. Right. right. It's still it's still under the, the jurisdiction of the Capitol police. Um, she was taken into custody, and she was released. Um, <laughs> Has she been charged with Hancocked. anything? I don't know. Is she going to go to jail for a year? Is she going to go to jail for 18 I, months?
2: Well, she, that was like, she's like a, for lack of a better word, a lone person on that. I want to say gunman, but you can't because you don't want to feed into that. But, so, was she let in? I mean, all those doors are still magnetic there, right? I mean, they have major security. Well, she's a congresswoman. She's a congresswoman. Okay, okay so, but, so she did essentially the same thing, which wasn't the Capitol building, and
1: she... It's still on, on the Capitol she she, grounds, okay. entering, entering, uh uh-huh. protesting, like... You actually read the charges that they're they're filing against some of these people. You yeah. read the charges that they're filing against the Capitol Hill rioters. They <laughs> include loudly shouting inside what? the Capitol.
2: Yeah, Seriously? That's, that's a real. charge? Yes.
1: That, that's they, part of the charge.
2: Have they not known the history of all of the shouting that's ever gone
1: on inside of there? Loudly shouting. But that so happens all the time. This wow. woman, this woman, loudly shouted in a part of the Capitol complex that she had no legal authority to protest in the same crime that January 6th protesters are now facing, but I believe she was released from custody. I don't think they're going to let the, the chair like of the Congressional Black Caucus languish in jail over the weekend.
2: So she's not going to be held in a political prison or anything like that. That doesn't. Ah, uh, no, she's future. not going to be held
1: political prisoner. I don't think. That's I don't good. think that's going to happen. Well, I,
2: that shouldn't happen to anybody who like protests and does it peacefully. I mean, that would be wrong. You know, just saying. I mean, it'd be a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm you know? just.
1: I'm, I'm trying to understand what the what the standard is because <laughs> I
2: don't know. I was it, trying to look that up while you were talking about it too, as to what would constitute you getting charges and it just comes down to a local DA or something like that they're the ones that ultimately are like hey you know you're you're we're gonna hit you with trespassing but you you get a little misdemeanor and send you home so I thought the law was blind
1: to that kind of stuff well go go ahead put up my screen this is what it looks like when people commit the same crime as the Capitol protesters Uh and they storm into one of the congressional office buildings and they shout loudly they disrupt official proceedings Protesting. This is from back when they were protesting Brett Kavanaugh. None of those people, to my knowledge, are went away to prison for a year and a half.
2: Were any arrests? Pretty
1: sure they all got slaps on the wrist. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty sure they all got slaps on the wrist. I'm going to see if I can find it. But I actually also seem to remember that Nancy Pelosi tweeted out her support Mm. of this. That's right. Let me see if I can find it. Let's put that up on the screen for everybody.
2: Yeah, that because i thought she said it was part of their like the patriotic duty or something like that i remember some of those tweets she put out and you're kind of like how is she supporting this but she does yeah you know, she does
1: i'll see if i can find it i I, yeah. I saw it last week but yeah she did tweet out support for people she didn't like the way they were protesting but she did support what they were protesting
2: who's the just ultimate trying to authority. figure this out who's the ultimate authority on those grounds is
1: it the speaker of the house um so that i don't know i mean that's, a, that's <laughs> an interesting question right so officially no officially the Capitol Police US Capitol Mm -hmm. police are controlled by a three-person board mentioned this on the podcast before it includes the sergeant of arms of the house Mm -hmm. the sergeant Mm -hmm. of arms of the Senate and the architect of the Capitol they are on the three-person board that oversees and governs the US Capitol police Mm -hmm. the house sergeant-at-arms is in the speaker of the house's back pocket right uh, the Senate sergeant yeah. at arms is yeah. in Chuck Schumer's par- pocket. They say right. they're not, but they are. If if Nancy Pelosi orders them to arrest some someone, they go and do it. Um, and the architect, the architect's in their pocket, too. I mean, just look at what they've been doing the past year or two as it relates to statues and paintings of, mm. of past congressmen who happen to have a connection to the Confederacy. The, uh, the architect has been all in favor of removing them. Which you wouldn't make sense if your whole job is is to preserve preserve them the capital, the the historic nature of capital artwork doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Just trying to figure it out though. Right, right. We right, have right. this guy going to jail and yeah, he should not have stormed into the Senate chambers. He shouldn't have. Those On people side. did a lot of stupid things, posing for pictures. Um, I said at the time, if there was ever a time to wear a mask, that was it. That was the day. <laughs> but they didn't. um so obviously you you do that you don't get to storm into the senate chambers and not face some consequences but the idea of sending him away for two years for for a year and a half that's what they wanted that's what they wanted when he didn't hurt anyone that that seems that seems much especially considering that democrats seem to storm the capitol grounds every year or so
2: all the time like like the doors they just get away with it magically get open for them sometimes right when you have those lone people that walk in they're storming they didn't get there by themselves yeah, somebody not. had to let them in the door They were someone someone's guest right i mean they, they just don't yeah. magically appear they don't teleport in and then, you know the people on the six just kind of are let in and boom
1: criminal so I'm, i mentioned this because again topic of our show is the election was stolen who gets prosecuted and what is the punishment Now, there's lots of different ways to think about it, right? I talked at the start about how treason could come into play if you could prove that they were conspiring with some kind of foreign power. That's a tall order though. You need them to either confess to it or you need two witnesses to attest to it in court under penalty of perjury themselves if they lie. It's a tall order, but what's the crime? And yeah, we don't really have a crime for stealing the country because no one ever envisioned it. People thought Surely, no one would ever try to just steal the presidency, steal the House of Representatives, steal the Senate. We're in uncharted territory here, but we have to be just as we have to have just as active an imagination as the Democrats do because they have no problem figuring out. They have no pr- problem figuring out how to charge conservatives, how to charge Republicans. We have to be just as imaginative when it comes to figuring out how to punish them. I mean, l- let's just look at l- let's just look at this one real quick. go to my screen. This is screenshot. I believe this is a screenshot, yeah from Maricopa. This is this is some of the top line findings that they have already started trickling out. We're still waiting for the full audit report to come. Um, I believe they're waiting for the final recount just to make sure that the recount is that wrong. Um, but just look at some of these things that we've already learned. The event logs, the security event logs we're missing again. We're missing. Just like in Maricopa County, they're missing. Every hmm. election administrator account, no matter the user, all have the same password. so in in federal government, I can quote the exact statute that makes it a crime to fail to safeguard classified or or privileged information. right? that that's the that's the crime that Hillary Clinton was investigated for breaching, mishandling. Hey, government Max. records i'm sending you a message hey uh, joe's here yeah. get a moment fyi okay we'll just wait for him to be be set up and then we'll bring him on um just i i see it just let me know when he's done and when we'll bring him on um so i, I can quote you the federal statute of what happens when someone mishandles privileged or government documents oh is he ready ready okay uh no you're not ready <laughs> yeah that, that's why josh please right, do let good. me know. And I'll and I I set him him, up. just, like I just sometimes good.
0: you
2: just can't stop the Joe
0: we're Sometimes we're you just good. can't stop yeah. the Joe. Yeah. I was like, please put me on, put me on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so I can quote,
1: done. I don't know if you were listening, Joe, we're, I was. This, we're kind of talking about what is the criminal penalty? What is the criminal penalty who goes to prison for all the things that we're finding out? I just put up on the screen. We can do it again. Some of the top line findings from the Maricopa, Audit that were that already have been leaked out, already have not been leaked out, but actually given to the Senate in open testimony. We go ahead and put that up on my screen again. Every election administrator account, no matter the user, all had the same password. Admin. When the, yes, all all admin accounts had the same password. <laughs> when the Dominion software was installed on August 2019, administrative passwords were created and haven't been changed since. So the idea of just keeping admin passwords of election systems the same. For, for over two years, over a year, right? As people come and go, insanity, in, in absolute insanity. If you mishandled government records, federal government records, I know the crime for it, right? It's under the Espionage Act. There isn't a crime. There isn't a crime for deliberately leaving something vulnerable. There just isn't a statute written for it. We, we've never envisioned that someone would shirk their responsibility, would violate their oath so significantly and and deliberately take steps to make a system unsecure. I mean, th- this is this is textbook stuff. This is the stuff that the government puts out PSAs to teach grandparents to make sure you have a secure password. Make sure you don't leave your password as password. Make sure your password isn't just admin. Make sure you have different passwords. Make sure you change it frequently. I don't know, uh, uh, w- w- what's the charge w- what do we charge someone for that what do we charge someone for that
0: we char- we charge yeah. we we charge them with treason and we push them out
1: well well I explained that in the beginning them. It's a hard thing to prove because treason requires giving aid or comfort to the enemy of the United States or taking up arms against the United States. And it requires two people to have witnessed and to testify that they saw someone actually cooperate with a foreign power to undermine us. So if you can meet that standard, yes. But when it comes to a county level administrator not upgrading security, I mean, the implications are global. The implications are global and it's not just oh you'll get them you'll get them next time like oh you messed up you'll, you'll get them next time these are people who were empowered to make sure that elections were secure and they didn't even bother to try <laughs> they didn't even bother to try no they didn't no and and what, what's
0: worse is that it's happening all over the country and where dominion voting systems is falling their, their entire narrative is falling apart Max, you remember on January 5th, I went to Washington. Actually, it was the 4th I went to Washington. But the 5th, I went to Washington, and I wrote out this entire model. I built, built this diagram. And the diagram said, okay, these are the small cons and the big cons. Small cons are that you, you, you concentrate on individuals while ignoring the bigger con, which is the machines themselves. And we already, have, we already have now knowledge that they basically put ballots through over and over and over again, right? Yeah. Am I right? Okay. So they put ballots through over and over and over again. The system recognizes that those ballots were put in through over and over and over again, sends them to adjudication. In order for a ballot, in order for a ballot to be validated through the system, it has to be attached to a voter. You understand? Yes. So the only way, the only way.
1: Except that reportedly they found ballots with no serial number.
0: Well, there's no ballots with no serial number, but there are ballots with serial numbers that they put through multiple times and were counted in different batches. All right. I'm just so, so mentioning me, that me they also you, found
1: ballots with no serial number, which would not be connected to a voter. Right. Which would, if that's the, true, the ballot would just be still
0: balanced. has to be connected to a voter. Okay. The, va- the ballot still has to well, be connected to a voter. You're no, presuming when it goes that the through adjudication process, them cares. All right. I, I agree with you. But we, you know, we're, we're talking past each other. So I no, agree no, with no. you.
1: No, I, I, okay. I agree. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying you, you, yeah. you, you're presuming that the person cares because we now have evidence in, in Fulton County, Georgia, where the auditors, the audit, the recount yeah. looked at a batch of ballots that had 550 some odd votes and yeah. just said, oh, all 850 go to Biden. Right. Yeah. So it only has to be connected to a voter if the people counting it and the people recounting it care to abide by that no. law.
0: No, no, no. Because the audit on the RLA, the risk limited audit, which is where you go and you pull ballots and it's att- it's attached to a, a voter, has to be done. Sorry, I feel like I'm having a seizure or something here. Um, has to be attached to a voter, right? So the system is is once you know who voted, you can you know who doesn't vote. And so remember when I said that if you if you have that and you have these suspended ballots, you have ballots that are have been run through two and three times. The system at that point can take those those voters and attach them to those fraudulent fake ballots or repeat ballots or phantom ballots or, you know, fake ballots, you, you have the ability to, to hold them to it. The system is designed, though, only to be able to attach voters, which is why they, why, why they actually had to go through and figure out who didn't vote and then use that when the systems went down and came back up, use those voters against the fake suspended ballots through that adjudication system. And Max, who, who holds the patent for the adjudication process?
1: I'll let you say it since you're already getting sued.
0: <laughs> Coomer. <laughs> yeah. And he assigned it to dominion voting systems. Look, the gig yeah. is up. One of the things that, and, and, and maybe I should be able to give you an update on, on, uh, the freedom and, uh, conference, right? So the, the health and freedom conference, I was there in Anaheim. Um, I, uh, I will be here for literally not very long. And then max knows where I'm going next. Um, I'm literally came in having a conversation and got out. Um, I had to pack some stuff, but while I was there, um, I got to meet with, uh, Roger Stone and Joe Flynn and, uh, Patrick Byrne and, uh, you know, had some, had some great conversations, but I also got to hear a lot about what's happening on election integrity across the country and some of the lawsuits that are out there. So this is a pretty exciting week for me because, when I got up on stage and I spoke to the, whatever it is, 2,500, 3,000 people that were there, I got an opportunity to tell them where we are, right, and and tell them what was happening in Colorado and why this activist, not judge, um, because we're hearing about it all over the country, these activists that are, you know, basically compromised the judiciary, that are have weaponized against, so it's just like the media and just like tech, um, that um, have weaponized, I got to tell everyone what's happening with, Uh, Marie Moses the the uh, person on the bench in this case and uh, you know the shock and the the conversation I had afterwards of Joe that the importance of what happened and happens in Colorado and what they're doing to you to all of these other cases are happening across the country so I got to connect with a bunch of people lawyers um, uh, litigators uh, investigators um a a state uh, ag or excuse me a a, a federal uh, attorney uh, working for the attorney general's office who frankly said very carefully I, I don't i can't really say what i'm about to say to you but here are some tools that you can use in order to make sure that you go after uh jared polis the governor of colorado and and stop this uh, collaboration of of uh, persecution that's happening in colorado So. It, it was an amazing meeting. Uh, for those of you that didn't hear my speech, um, I, I'm going to replay it. I think they're trying to p- find it now so they can put it up. Um, so you'll, you'll be able to listen to it. It was about 14 minutes long. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, and if you get a chance to go back and listen to the two-day um, conference and listen to the other speakers, there were some amazing people of faith. Uh, you know, Pastor Burns from South Carolina was there um you uh leon benjamin running for he's running for uh senate in uh virginia he had the election stolen from him only that system was not dominion it was a different system which they're all they're all interconnected they're all talking to each other they're all purchased each other and used each other's equipment and everything else so what was interesting is that uh, the more and more you heard and at the very end i'm going to tell you this everyone listen to me if you haven't watched this clay clark himself gets on the stage at about seven o'clock yesterday night and uh, i think it was seven like 6 7 o'clock and he started talking about the connections between bill gates uh jeffrey epstein um the the uh, patent number uh two zero two zero zero six zero six zero six um if if you don't know that's a, a patent held by um bill gates talking about the the temple the temple that is built on on epstein's island talking about the connections to the satanic occult and you would say look this is this is too uncomfortable for me it can't be true people can't live their life this way well they are living their lives this way and this 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 absolute evil that we have in our society is permeating every part of our society so it's not a mistake of what we're seeing it's it's biblical actually and the warning signs were there and we should have you know heeded those warnings but uh, like the devil does he overplayed his hands and now uh, it's right in our face Uh, we have the opportunity to defeat it so if you get a chance to listen to clay clark at the end i also think that you should definitely listen to it and maybe actually we might play parts of that and then lastly, uh, we are going to be able to give you a um, promo code for Colorado um, and uh, Grand Rapids so that you can buy tickets um, and get a small discount for those tickets um, as well in uh, uh, in Grand Rapids and in Colorado Springs when those events come here. So figured I'd let you know that too. Actually, I have it right now, so maybe I'll let Max talk a little bit and then I'll hop on it.
1: So you mentioned that ballots need to be assigned to people, yep. which is the way the system's supposed to work. Right. But so. when Voter GA, this organization that has been looking through the ballot images, found that there were just falsified tally sheets. Yeah. Right. Where where yeah. peop- the people charged with counting and recounting the vote just said, well, hey, "You know what? Look, it sounds like there's 850 ballots in here, and they're all for Biden." When there's not, when there's like somewhere around 650 or 700, right? And they're just inventing ballots up out of thin air to make the count, the, the count fit. Um, again, it, it, it requires them to care about that rule because at the end of the day, if they claim that there's this many ballots and then they recount it and say, yep, you're right, doesn't really. they don't really care all that much about whether the ballots line up or not. But this is something where, Joe, you and I have differed a lot. I mean, I've always been open to the, the idea of electronic manipulation, right. of the, the machines being hacked. I've been trying to blow the whistle because everywhere we look, there's a lot of old-fashioned voter fraud, people voting who don't exist, people voting who have already moved out, right, and they no longer live in the precinct, um, dead people voting. Ballots being scanned multiple times, which is kind of a nexus between the tech and the old fashioned, because at the end of the day, you still need some fraudster to put that ballot in multiple times. Um, There's both, right? There's both. And I don't think Joe Biden wins if there isn't both. I don't think he wins if there isn't both because you don't have the massive numbers of mail in ballots. So many that you there's enough room to start playing games with the numbers. You don't have that if Democrats don't first go to court in Georgia and demand that election integrity laws be relaxed because of the pandemic, right? You, you don't have the flood of mail-in votes after election day in Pennsylvania if Democrats don't, in the lead-up to the election, demand that Whoa. ballots be that ballots that are received after the election still count. So that there's a twofold. And I don't think the fraud works without having both, right? Which is which is why when they have these audits, I mean, you can't believe the Georgia audit because the Georgia audit was apparently cooked as well. But when they do recounts, they say, oh yeah, it matches up. It matches up. So you need to have both of these elements, which is why I think a lot of people get confused about it because um, lots of people try and present it as just, it's this one. This is the only way they did it. This is exactly how they do it. We still, to this day, don't know how they did it we know it happened right it's very clear look at joe biden in the white house it's very clear this man did not receive more votes than any other president in american history hundred percent and we know that votes were changed whether they were done algorithmically in, in antrim county or if it was someone literally just pushing the button himself in person we don't know but we know it was changed and the problem is every time we push to dig a little bit deeper everyone who stands to benefit from the fraud comes down and tries to shut us up the media big tech democrats in congress i, I want to play this because this is from joe biden today claiming that there were 12 people that's that's their new claim that there are 12 people including your friend rfk jr um 12 people on facebook that they're claiming are responsible for almost all of the medical misinformation they're blaming 12 people for That's killing. That's not true. That's what they're claiming. There's,
0: there's armies of millions of people that have stood up to the election fraud, millions. Well, no,
1: I'm just, I'm just talking about I mean, the I'm medical misinformation I'm sorry for mis- the
0: medical side. misinformation.
1: Millions. I know, but, but they're, they're, they're saying that the majority of the actual shares and views come from 12 people. And I wanna I want show you this clip of Biden saying that these 12 people are killing Americans. Let's play cut number two.
3: Deliver for the people. I look forward to continuing to build this economy. I'm incredibly optimistic about what we're going to be able to build together in the next six months and years to come. Thank you all for listening. May God bless you. And I'll take a few questions. Mr.
1: President, you said last week that companies and platforms
3: like Facebook are killing people by letting Let me be precisely what I said. I'm glad you asked me that question. One, I had just read that on the Facebook — Facebook pointed out that — it was pointed out that Facebook Of all the misinformation, 60 percent of the misinformation came from 12 individuals. That's what the article said. Oh, wow. So I was asked that question about, what do I think is happening? Facebook isn't killing people. These 12 people are out there giving misinformation. Anyone listening to it is getting hurt by it. It's killing people. It's bad information. My hope is that Facebook, instead of taking it personally, that somehow I'm saying Facebook is killing people. That they would do something about the misinformation, the outrageous informa- misinformation about the, the vaccine. That's what I meant. Have they done enough, in your opinion, to stop? To I haven't to be completely honest with you. I don't know if they did anything today. Up to over the weekend, I don't think they had. But I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question.
1: Will you hold them
3: accountable if they don't do more to stop the When you say hold accountable, I just want to. I'm not trying to hold people. I'm trying to make people look at themselves. Look in the mirror. Think about that misinformation going to your son, your daughter, your, your relative, someone you love. That's what I'm asking, all the way in the back. Thank you, Mr. All right, cut it. Cut it. So he got the report wrong.
1: Go ahead, put it up my screen. They say the, the CCDH, a um, UK, US nonprofit, non governmental organization found that 12 online personalities that they d- dubbed as the disinformation dozen have a combined following of 59 million people and they analyzed 812,000 Facebook tweets tweets and found that 65% came from the disinformation dozen the disinformation wow. dozen and i want and we have the whole list
0: robert kennedy
1: yeah your Bobby. buddy yeah um i don't know a lot of these i know some of these um but these are yeah, the 12 ty, people
0: ty and charlene bollinger, ty, ty and charlene bollinger by the way are with the um cancer Let's see if i can find it really quick they they basically have been fighting against cancer and some of the the stuff that's done tenpenny sherry tenpenny has been stepping up and talking about um some of the the uh, health uh, consequences of some of these vaccines she's been doing it for years uh riza uh, is amazing um, who else we got there? Christine uh, Northrop, Ben. Ta- yeah, Kevin Jenkins. You see Kevin Jenkins, number twelve. He's he's my brother from another mother. He he's with the Urban Global Urban Global Health Alliance. Yeah,
1: yeah, we had him on the show.
0: Yeah, we had Robert Kennedy yeah. on the show. We're gonna have uh, Charlene Bollinger on the show. Yeah, interesting. So interesting. All the, the President are, of the United are,
1: States. Is blaming COVID nineteen deaths yeah. on twelve individuals because they have exercised free speech to doubt certain what Joe Biden would say are medical truths, scientific truths. All They're not scientific requires, truth. I know, but all that's what he would say. Yeah. All science requires doubters. If it, if you're not allowed to doubt it, if you're not allowed to um, to to dispute it, if you're not allowed to run the experiment on your own to to try and shore up whether or not the results are the same, and that's the scientific method. I don't want to talk down to anyone, but that's the scientific method. You you do an experiment, you have findings, you publish your findings, and then you leave it open for anyone to recreate the experiment to see if they get the same results. And if they recreate the experiment and get different results, then it calls into question the original experiment. So We're now living in a country where you're not allowed to do that where science is purely settled, no one's allowed to dispute it, no one's allowed to even question it or run any experimentation. And if you get online and you dispute it, the president of the United States will call you the disinformation dozen and blame you for everyone dying.
0: Yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah, you got, it, got right. it right. I mean, you, you hit it the nail right on the head, actually. I don't even know how you did that all at the same time. That's really interesting that you did that. But I, but I wanna talk about the, the, the why. I mean, why people are dying of COVID. I'm going to just tell you, everyone, pay attention. Maybe they can make me number 13 uh, so on the list. Takes us
1: out. This is going oh. to be what takes us out on Facebook.
0: No, it's not going to take us out. All right, go ahead. All of the studies for ivermectin, HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, and uh, uh, Z-thromycin, uh, z pack right, all have favorable ratings to save people's lives, more so on ivermectin. Matter of fact, th- those studies ivermectin, are nearly 100%. Yes right? Nearly a hundred percent. And so they, they banned ivermectin in different states, judge, or excuse me, doctors were not prescribing ivermectin because they were told not to, they could lose their yeah, license. Yeah. yeah. John Tigan, Tig Tigan, whose dad has other underlying comorbidities, got COVID, was in the hospital. He was down to 60%. Tig asked him, Hey, listen, why don't you give him ivermectin? They said, we cannot give ivermectin. It's, you know, we're giving him other stuff. We're not going to give him ivermectin.
1: That's when you start so, saying he's got, that's when you start saying he's got worms or he's got some kind of parasite. No, no, but you start, listen, you start asking for, I mean, you could go, I told you, you could go down to the, the, you could go down to uh, Murdoch's. Yeah. Tim the, will the tell you though, store, his, da- his you dad, his right dad was there. dying.
0: His dad was dying. Yeah. His dad was dying. He was downhill. They were already having conversations saying, we're going to put you on a ventilator. They were already having those conversations. They were pushing towards, put him on a ventilator. Somebody snuck ivermectin into the hospital, gave him a large dose. Someone, someone. I just said someone. Yeah. And guess what happened? He recovered. Recovered. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all, People, all the studies I've seen from ivermectin are, are promising. A hundred percent of those studies. Has, has, has mixed studies, but a lot of the studies that are against, they the methodology, it's very clear that they they didn't administer it in the way that everyone had been saying you should if you want to have the best results. They waited too long when someone was already on a ventilator, right? They didn't give enough doses. They didn't give it with the other parts of the z pack. They, with they did everything um, in order to
0: manipulate those studies for the yeah. ones that show negative results. Everything. Every single study in which they gave it as a prophylactic, as they gave it when you said uh, first onset symptoms, has nearly a hundred percent recovery rate. And it's not a mistake that it happened to, to Tig's father. It's not a mistake. You know, I've lost several friends to COVID, and I and I asked. I happened to ask one of my friends who lost who lost her uh, husband. Did you? Did did they give him ivermectin? And they're like, no. Now. I, I'm not telling you that the doctors themselves are in this grand conspiracy, but I know the government is, I know that the scientific community is definitely standing against science and it's killing people. And now they want to say that misinformation is killing people, but they don't even want to, uh, they don't even acknowledge the fact that 40, 50,000 people have died of, yeah.
1: Well, the, the only reason I, I brought this the up, vaccine. the only reason I brought this up is because they're using the same attacks against election fraud or election yes. skeptics right? that they use against vaccine skeptics or mass skeptics or whatever you want, whatever you're skeptical of. It's the same playbook. If you doubt the legitimacy, if you doubt Anthony Fauci, if you doubt Brad Raffensperger in Georgia, if you doubt any of these people, you're a terrorist, you're, you're an extremist, you're a threat to the country. You're just, you're, you're not deserving of the basic liberties afforded to Amer- the American people. And when you see that, that that clip of Joe Biden saying that 12 people are to blame was a radical shift because just three days earlier, he declared that Facebook was to blame. Let's play this. This is the first statement he made. Not that 12 people were to blame, but the entirety of Facebook was to blame. Let's play cut one.
3: What's
0: your message to platforms like Facebook?
3: They're killing people. I mean, it really, well, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And that, and, they're, and they're killing people. The look at that man.
1: He walks up to the reporters. He pauses. They're killing people. And he says, Facebook is killing people. <laughs> Facebook is killing people. Do you want to talk about defamation? you want to talk about defamation going after one of the biggest companies and just saying that they are killing people without any real caveat without any real explaining you no know, they're killing people they don't have so to when right?
0: pe- they don't have to explain For- anything i mean this is no i mean it, i mean let's, let's just call it what it is it's it's the fake it's it's the fake news media that now has a uh, somebody in the presidency and i think that was acosta wasn't that acosta that was asking the question
1: i think it was a female but acosta sometimes does raise his voice a little bit so it sounded f- more female but then again i don't want to presume anyone's gender i don't want to presume anyone's gender so when Donald, when people die from COVID under Donald Trump, it was exclusively Donald Trump's fault. Exclusively Donald Trump's fault. When people die from COVID under Joe Biden's administration, it is everyone else's fault, right? It is Facebook's fault. They identify 12 people, including one of the Kennedys. It's their fault. No, it's not Biden's fault. It's their fault. Yeah. Right when, when when they don't Democrats take responsibility question. for anything. I mean, we're
0: we're not, we're talking about the worst human beings on the planet. We're talking about the trashiest trash that you could have in our society. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, You said you it. said it, and, and, yeah, and it got me it. nervous
1: because we're really going at the bottom of the barrel on these. This is probably the most politically risque ones that we've ever had, Mister Producer. Go ahead, and put up my screen. Today's sin, them for trash, is the fag end an unused or unwanted piece or item typically of small size or value. This is not a
0: slur. The left pre fag end.
1: Yeah, (laughs) fag ends. Um, Before that became a slur, before that became a word used to describe gay people. It was a real word. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get banned. Uh, Oh, we just got got crashed. It just crashed. Can't have that. Can't have that. But, yes. Joe, what would you do, Joe? I didn't have anything to do with this thing. I didn't. I
0: came straight. Oh.
1: We can put it back up. We can yeah. put it back up. I just had to hit refresh. Hashtag the left are fag ends, or is it fags end? I don't know. That that sounds more like a more like bag end, which is where don't, the hobbits. Max, live. you can't make it possessive. S-missive? You can't no, make it possessive. A... I'm, 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 no, I'm possessive. I'm not possessive. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how ends. to make it plural. right there, fag ends. Fag ends. Okay.
0: So yeah, fag ends. Uh... <laughs> sounds like baggage. Susan
1: says I don't think even that word is wise to use. Probably not. Why not? But it is a legitimate, is a legitimate, is a legitimate Wait, definition. I, use, I put, it, use it use a sentence. Use it a sentence. A patchwork quilt sewn together from the fag ends of many bolts of cloth. From the trash of cloth. Yes. Well yeah. the scraps.
0: They they the, hate the, the fact that I call the them trash. Others. They hate it because they know it's true. They know that they are trash. You know, it's it's kind of like you know, I, I tried to figure it out. I was like, man, how did I get banned from Facebook for calling Jenna Griswold, who, by the way, is the biggest fraud in in Colorado, her and uh, uh, Polis. I mean, these people are complete trash. But I called her trash. She's the Secretary of State, he used the public Senate. figure. He used She's the a Senate. fag end. <laughs> I called her a fag end, right? And uh, the, uh, And they literally banned me for 30 days for calling her trash because evil doesn't like being called trash. I figured it out.
1: Well, they say you dehumanize. They say you dehumanize. When you call someone trash, you're calling them subhuman. I'm using their logic. You're calling them subhuman. But they are subhuman. Less than human. Uh, They're less than human. You're going to get banned. You're going to get banned if you say that. But if you use one of our many synonyms, (laughs) you can describe them in a salty way. (laughs) Effluvium Um, is still
0: my favorite. I mean, I just want everybody to know effluvium is definitely one of my favorites. I love effluvium.
1: Yes. Susan says that 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 synonym sounds biggity, Max. No, it isn't. Who said it's that? It's
0: not. Come that's on, that's like Susan.
1: that's like that's like people saying, "Oh, that's gay." Not that it's it has something to do with being homosexual, but just as happy and joyous, right? There's other definitions for these words. <laughs> they want to remove
0: There's those words from the dictionary. I, I, can you yes. imagine that sticks and stones will break your bones, but words can never hurt you? And now it's gotten to sticks and stones. We're going to ban those, and words can definitely hurt you.
1: Yes. And, and and we're not only are words considered violence, but also yeah. the lack of words. Silence is also violence. So you, you, yeah, you, if you talk, you're Phil's you're violent. got it. If you Slag, dross, blitherskite. Mm-hmm. Yes, we use all those. You're right. Yes, we're scraping the bottom yeah. of the barrel with fag end. Um, though that has now given us some new options for synonyms from that little branching. Um, yeah, I mean Joe Biden said during his speech during that little thing that the only pandemic we have is is among the unvaccinated, um, the New York Yankees just had three players, vaccinated players, test positive, um, yeah. you know, a vaccinated a vaccinated tennis player, I believe, just for the United States, just tested positive And she's out of the Olympics. Three of the Democrats from Texas who fled the state to avoid having to vote on election integrity bills, they fled to Washington, D.C., were greeted with open arms by Kamala Harris. Three of them have tested positive and they are vaccinated. Um, so we're going to fact check Joe Biden's statement and say, no, that is not factually accurate. People who get the vaccine can well, still how do we, get the disease. How do
0: we become, here, here's a question. How do we become fact checkers on Facebook? Because we could have a lot of
1: fun checking these stories. It'll never, it'll never happen. Because yeah. they're complete trash. It'll never happen. Complete trash.
0: So I sent it'll a picture. I, I just sent a picture to um, Josh. It's, it's, it's downloading now. But I I want to send this picture over to you because this was, um, this is something that I started to realize when I was in California. And so while I was in California, I um, decided I would look up some of the groups that are California based, right? So just, you know, stuff from California. And there was this thing that somebody took me on, which is street people of Los Angeles. (laughs) Have you seen, have you seen? Is that, is that
1: like people of Walmart?
0: Oh, it's, it's worse. Have you ever seen
1: that? Oh yeah. People of Walmart it's, is bad. It's so bad, but I shop, at, I, decided... I shop at Walmart on occasion and I've, I've never seen anyone quite as, uh, as gross as the people featured on people of Walmart, but apparently they do exist. Well, street people of LA or was it?
0: Yeah. So it's uh, street people of LA. I'm going to put something up so we can give these guys props. Um, it was amazing. So I'm trying to send it over right now. Sorry, Josh. It's not letting me do it uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. It's, it's not letting me do it. Daggone it. All right. Well, I'm going to have to find it, but, but I went and started going through street people and just looking up different street people in different areas um, or different pages from street people. And as I was going through the street people from different areas let me see if this is it, is this it? Let's put this in here. See what that's it. Yeah, here we go. All right, Josh, I just sent it to you. Um, Maybe you could put this up. Most of California is an absolute heap of trash. Most of California. And as you go through and nice look areas. at some of these accounts, what's that?
1: The further away you get from the cities, the nicer it gets. I mean, there are areas that are nice, but in the, in the urban areas, you don't want to go there. You don't want to go there at all. It, it is
0: unbelievable. Go ahead and put up that picture I just sent you. So this is, if you look on Instagram, you look up street people, you have these things that are street people of Portland, (laughs) street people of the Bay Area, street people of Hollywood, street people of Los Angeles. If you go look at these things, go ahead and take it down. If you go look at these pages, some of the stuff that you see there is unbelievable. You have bum fights. You have people that burn other people's tents to the ground because they get in a dispute. Um, You have fights with police officers where they're swinging what looks like a hula hoop, but it might actually be the part of a tire. They took the metal out. It is unbelievable. Um, I'm trying to see if I can play one of the videos. So what we decided we're going to do is we're going to start another segment. Somebody else inside of the studio is going to start another segment that is going to be at news around the country of what's happening in these Democrat controlled cities. What do you how do you think that would go Max?
1: Uh I think we'll get we'll get suspended. <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. For no reason, Why? but they'll just they'll just do it. We will get they'll suspended for talking about we, the we truth? Know, I actually I actually did successfully get our Facebook page remonetized. Oh, yesterday. did you really? Yes, but unfortunately, oh. they they've kept us unmonetized so long, we no longer have the monetization threshold necessary to monetize. <laughs>
0: Are you serious? So, uh, so yeah. we
1: need to have so many views um, in, in so many days again. Well, um, yeah,
0: but we're just <laughs> seeding a lawsuit. I mean, it's gonna be fun because we're at some point um, here, I'm putting another uh, picture of, of something you can see in the uh, Los Angeles side. So this is um, happening in the suburbs, Max, of Los Angeles. Uh, um, and what is really interesting about the picture that I just am about to put up is that the street that he's on is Clinton Street. <laughs> Go ahead and put it up. What are you doing? <laughs> got to put it up. I got to put it up. Everyone's going to get a kick out of it. So th- this is happening in the <laughs> suburbs of Los Angeles. Um, I don't know what's happening here, but it, it definitely looks like maybe he's headed to the beach. But that Clinton Street, I, I can tell you right now, is about uh, 12 miles from the beach. So I'm really not sure. This is what's creeping up into the suburbs is uh, new supermarkets. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I can tell you, I can tell you not to take away from people, uh, street people of L.A. I can tell you. Go ahead, and put up my screen on people of Walmart. This week they're celebrating Shark Week, Shark Week. Not to be confused with Shark Week. Oh my gosh! I, I don't know if I can you're, do this. You're hurting my feelings. This right is here.
2: hurting my eyes, Max. What have you done? Oh.
1: <laughs> and also I like this one. Early pandemic, people of Walmart, Mad Mask, Mad Max style. Filtration on the masks.
0: So the the other one that I wanna show you that I'm gonna put up, and you're gonna have to see this video, and I'm sorry, but we're gonna have a little fun here because this is what you get if you vote for a Democrat. Um, This is what you get. This, did you see the link that I just sent you, Josh? You can speak, just turn on your
1: speaker.
2: Yeah, i'm working it man i'm just trying right. to get this set up you can here, take down
1: my screen i know we're just going i know we're going a little bit off shelter, I mean, but look at this guy's beard look at this beard of people oh, of walmart look at that
2: scariest thing i've ever seen it's a neck beard. that's impressive
1: that's impressive he's only grown out the neck beard
0: that's not it's impressive. like one of those <laughs> oh, <that's kind laughs> of <disgusting. laughs> no the dedication yeah, is something like so strange so like a Furby? And no, and
1: no, you know what it is? It's like one of those old <laughs> timey, like up hair. Shakespearean <sighs> collars, like the Shakespearean collars. It looks like it goes all the way
2: to his shoulders.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's really kind yeah. of gross. I don't. Balding I don't.
1: on the top, but not under his neck.
2: Oh, Oof. Ooh, thanks, oh.
0: buddy. Okay, thanks. so you gotta you gotta see this video. So this is funny, and it's gonna have a little bit of bad language in it.
1: Oh
2: no.
0: <laughs> But but we can bleep out the language. So those of you who are watching the video, if you're if you're seeing this on, on, uh, I'm going to describe it to you after words. But this is a how long the video? Is how long is
1: the video? Because we're we're, we're up at the end of the hour. It's okay, 20 okay. seconds.
2: Super short.
0: Yeah, super short, and it's it's got Josh is like, what in the world? Where
2: do you find this? Stuff? I just want to make sure that when it hits the audio plays. That's all. Because it yeah. Ah.
0: So this is uh, this is going to be an interesting video. Are you ready to go? All right, go. Shoot it.
1: What the fuck is going on right here? What the fuck is going on right here?
0: Pardon the language, sorry. What the
3: fuck is going on right here? What the fuck is going on with you?
2: It's being home from the space, from outer space.
3: Wow. Do you you guys have a cigarette? I don't, but that's awesome. You have a good day.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh what? my gosh! What was that? These people voted. Even if they didn't vote, they voted. Did they get a mail-in ballot, Max? Max, you're, you're not. You can't. I, I don't even know.
1: I don't <laughs> even know. I, I, I don't know what that was. Uh, I'm disturbed. Put, the only thing I can think of for that one is it puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. And that's, <laughs> that's the only comment I can even think about for that. Um, someone, someone took the uh, the skin cancer warning a little too literally, no.
2: yeah. Putting she the said entire for body for the aliens. I think that, I think that was, that the was paint. Up, yeah. up, up. I think
1: it was
0: paint. I really do think it was. You paint. Think that was paint?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Not- At least she was protecting herself. Lead paint, maybe.
0: Listen, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they must be eating paint chips in in that place. But I but I went through and and I started watching some of these videos and I and it was it was worse than TikTok. I go, this can't yeah. be real. And the more you go through them, the more sad it actually becomes. There's there's a video of a guy that's shooting up on the street, and literally in front of everyone, in front of a business. Um, there's another one where a, a woman is going uh, bum fights on another woman, and beating her on the streets.
2: There's, there's fires. There's people doing heroin and just passing yeah. out, just literally passing falling out over from heroin.
0: Dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Joe. It's nuts. So if you get yeah. a chance to uh, look at what's really happening in Los Angeles, and what's interesting about this is that the mayor of Los Angeles has now been nominated to become an ambassador because he's doing such a great job in Los Angeles. Yeah. This is the disgusting part of our society. This is the trash of our society. And I'm going to tell fag-ins. you guys something. The ends. I, I could tell you this 100% with, without just, I, mean, I just want you to know this 100%. At what point we live in a, uh, an area of lawlessness, it is up to us. We the people by the people, or we the people of the people for the people by the people have an obligation to throw them out. So if you want to know what you can do, you can gather up people in your community and say, we've had enough. And you can walk in and say, you're fired. Get out on the street. And you'd say, oh, you can't do it. You, we can actually. All we have to do is say, you're out. You don't represent the interests of the people. Get out. We haven't done that yet. We haven't done that yet. There are millions of people in France right now that are still on the streets. Millions of people. And by the way, millions, for every one person that shows up, typically the sentiment is 10,000. That's the model that they use. Millions of people in France are rising up because uh, Macron, Macron, right, said "You you have to have a passport in order to go to restaurants. They literally are trying to control your life. They're trying to tell you that they know best. Yet the people get turned into slaves. Yet we can't get a couple million people in every city to rise up and say, get out. Take all their furniture, take all their stuff, put it on the street and say, we've had enough. Not violently, but just walk in there and say, "Hey, listen, we're here to evict you. Because it is the people's house.
1: Yeah. So we have to take a quick break. And when we get back, we've got a little bit of a tangent. I want to get yeah. back into the election, election. For our conversation.
0: I want to get into um, it, too. I've been talking about it all weekend.
1: Because yeah. as much as I love the people of Walmart and the people of LA, uh, we got to get back into it. So don't all go right. anywhere. We'll be back yeah. on the other side of this quick break. Got it. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. Have you ever seen a TV news anchor stop and
2: pray with his audience after every story? We are unique, and we're inviting you and the intercessors to... Ask God to change history as we are reporting it. It's conservative, it's Christian, it's trustworthy. Join PIJN News on this channel. It's free, you can subscribe. There's daily content, new interviews almost every day, or visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.